Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two, old school, 92.7 The Ticket. Husker Hall of Famer Jay Foreman myself. We're live at Tanner's 30th in Yankee Hill. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll raffle off a Dean Stein cooler jersey. It makes a great gift, Christmas gift. It'll look good on your wall. It'll look good on the wall at the office. Don't sell it. I don't want to see it on eBay. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like, don't do that. All you have to do is come in, put your name in the box. We'll draw it in about 45 minutes and give it away. And that's all you have to do here at Tanner's. Jay Foreman, we were talking about the star system and the rankings and recruiting and all those things. So a quick peek tells me if I go through and look at the top-ranked football players from the state of Nebraska, mm. class of 2022, okay? Uh-huh. How many five-stars do you think are in the state of Nebraska? Man, I don't know. Well, no, one? I'll, I'll no. save you. There's no. none. There's none. Uh, there are two four-stars. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Woods from uh, from Central and Devon Jackson from Burt. Right. That's it. Those are four stars. Already committed, already locked in, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get into three stars, which we said is the, is the, probably the most common space yeah. in this. So if recruiters are looking, um, the elite programs can shop in the five-star. Right. And, so and they, they shop at Whole Foods. We got to go right here. We got to be Harris Teeter and Aldi, right? Right. You're not shopping. You're not getting the same groceries, yeah, right? You're not. You're saving. just. You're just not. Four stars. Nicer. Not exclusive, but nicer. All right. Probably wish they were in the five star, so they're looking at the five star programs because of the success of the five stars who have attended. Yeah. That's kind of how they. Yeah, that's what they think. Right. And then in the middle of the pack. Which is really the elite high school football players in each state. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it again. There's the four-star and five-star that are exclusive and elite. You're right. not – that's rare error. It's very rare that it happens. It's rare that you get them. Yeah. The three-stars, let me give you some idea of where the three-stars are, are shopping. Oklahoma. Auburn. Right. Yeah, it's a two Bellevue West. Uh, right? Yeah. Right? So then it drops pretty quickly to two-star. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Like there's – when I say that there's two handfuls of guys in the entire state of Nebraska who are three stars, that's it. Three stars and four. No, just three. three okay. Like that's there's, it. There's five of them, right? When you get to the 12th-ranked player in the state of Nebraska, he is a two-star. 
I mean, it just depends on the year because it'd be some years you got a ton, some years you don't. And just well, you know, matter matter of. So when we say that that recruiting requires one knowing what you need, yeah. Second, being able to communicate that, yeah, to these because we need to tell the four star tight end to come here, right? Because we can we can provide an opportunity for him, right? If I looked at twenty twenty three. Right. Oh, let's spin the wheel, Jay Foreman. Let's see what you got. Okay. <laughs> of course, the, 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 the top recruit in, in the country uh, for the class of 23 has a familiar name. Oh, Ar- it's uh, Manning, right? Arch Manning. <laughs> Arch Manning. Arch yeah. Manning is at the top of the list uh, for national. Here we are within the state of Nebraska. There are two ranked players so i mean they'd be four top is that top 100 or top 300 the top two in the state for the state of nebraska graduating class of 2023 both of them have committed to the university of nebraska both are three stars there are no four stars there are no five stars yeah not yet you know sometimes you can get that last four star because i think where where keegan johnson got his four four star towards the end of his high school career for you people out there, I think he did because I think I saw something, right? So it's all kind of just, uh, you know, just based on, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just when you, when sometimes when you talk to these dudes, you know, and, um, and look, they do a good job. They do the best they can. You know, I think, you know, the big thing was here's the problem with, this is the NFL problem. I remember this as I was exiting the league. I was talking to, I want to forget. I want to remember. Not forget. I want to trying to remember the GM that I was talking to, and we, and I was in, and I was talking to the GM, and we were all kind of having a beer because it was me and this and this assistant GM, and as a matter of fact, it was me and Dan Morgan was there. Okay. And he was like, "You know what the problem is?" He's like, "The NFL is turning into more of better athletes, worse football players. So that's a measurable type of deal." Um, that, that, that's that's a good point. And, that's, and it, then it just trickles down to high school. And, um, you know, um, like I said, I wouldn't have been recruited at a lot of places because, one, I, you know, dude, I was, you know, I, was, I had a decent, you know, I got wide shoulders or whatever, but, you know, I was a basketball player. I didn't have, like, no, I never lifted weights, literally. Right. It was no joke. When I, the first right. time I lifted weights, I knew what to do. Right. But, uh, when Nebraska sent their off-season program, they sent these sent this thing that you you know they wanted you to work out before you got there. That thing went straight into the garbage. And I, think my, <laughs> I think I think my dad probably used it for the fireplace the following year. I was not lifting weights, no. Right? So I was not developed. I wasn't looking like the you know these guys coming out of high school that right. you know like the running back Nebraska is going to face this uh, this Saturday. Oh yeah, Mr. Henderson yeah, does great, does not look like an eighteen right. year old. Yeah, and that was not me. So it's just. Uh, you know, it's a different. Like I said, it's a different type of deal. It's hard to do. You got to do your due diligence. You only get a certain, and you get limited time, man, on how to. You look, like you're, you're, you're not. Well, so, once you're behind, you're behind. Well, yeah, but it's a limited time to get a true evaluation on these guys, especially after COVID, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and this everybody has to deal with you know stuff with COVID. So you you weren't able to go out and, and do your research. You weren't able to get guys to do unofficial visits. You you, you know when you go to the high school, you know you're dealing with a you know depending on the high school coach, this dude could be you know. Jagoff, you mm-hmm. know, and so 
you're not getting the true. Yeah, you can go around as a science teacher and all that, but you're not, ver, you know. So you're not. Get, you, 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 you can get you can get a little bit of background on them, but these kids are 16, 17, 18 years old. So you this really was, don't know. This was the, the we, so we would have as a coach. We would generally try to be there for recruiting visits, right? So right. Coach was coming in. We would make ourselves available. And I won't talk about the kids specifically, but I'll tell you that it was the University of Virginia. And the, they came and they sent their guy in. And they they did everything. They go to s- several classes. Right. And they talked to the teachers, but, they, but, but he never made notes. He didn't make notes until he started talking to the girls. Yeah. And that's when he started writing stuff down. And that's when the kid lost a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine, yeah. So it's, because uh, they haven't figured out in the star system how to measure heart, integrity, character, right, yeah. uh, attitude. Yeah. None of the, the stars uh, don't evaluate that. Yeah. What the stars will evaluate, the five is that this guy could walk in and be a starter for you. Generally. In any, yeah, in any program. Any, any program. Yeah. In any program. That means that if you see a five-star, no matter what program he's in, he walks in with the opportunity yeah, and a real, he, op, yeah, a real opportunity, play. right, play, to yeah. play. Then the four star, four star is above average talent. All the measurables, right? So all the measurables have to be in place. Yeah. Whatever for that sport, that group, whatever it is. Yeah. Three star is the project. Yeah. That Both says he yeah. will help the program. He may not help it now, will but he will eventually help it and be a contributor to the program. Right. Or he's a 5'11", 6-foot receiver versus a 6'2", six, 6'3", six, receiver. That's well, that's where the guys drop down to two stars. Or three. Right, you that know, that, yeah, that yeah, high yeah, two. Or, or three. Yeah, he, might go, he, he might be a four-star player, but a, a three-star based on measurable. And three-star doesn't promise you power five football. No, yeah, sometimes no. There's some there's some three stars down at the Sam Houston State. There's three stars at North Dakota State. There's three stars at uh, Arkansas State, uh, Jacksonville State. As you seen when they went up and beat Florida State, there's guys that there's plenty of three stars or there's two stars supposedly that never got the three star because and a lot of times they might be like, oh well, this state has too many. Um, you know, it's like it's almost like they cap. They'll, they'll cap like Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota, North Dakota. Oh, you, you're only allowed. <laughs> no, listen here. Now, they'll be like, hey, listen here. Now, enough is enough. Wait a minute. They, Wait a minute. Like, this is enough is enough. Okay? <laughs> you're only allowed two four stars a year. I don't care if you have Barry Sanders there. You're only allowed based two on four, population. But yeah, based on how dare do you based guys on have, population? How dare you guys have ten four stars there? How dare you guys in Nebraska do that? Yeah, the, the, there's that, and that there's a limited number of stars depending on the sport. So there's that in place. So if you're a parent out there or you're a coach and your kid's a two-star, that's not saying that he can't play yeah. at Nebraska. That's saying he's got some work to do yeah. and some things to to overachieve at. And, and you had to be more diligent in how you plan on how to get the notoriety that you might think that you're – son or daughter right um deserves and you're gonna maybe have to go outside of the state borders to get the recognition i mean you gotta think uh you know donovan williams the the guy that you know that's playing at oklahoma state the basketball player you know i know he played a lot of au basketball down in kansas city Mm -hmm. and i think that that raised his profile and now granted when you're playing against hunter salas and all that but to for him to you 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 have to think outside of the box because 
just because you're in the state border doesn't mean that everybody that runs a, a uh, seven on seven program, a training program, a high school football program, AAU program are going to do the best for your son or daughter. You have to be able to Ooh, you, say you, that again. You have to that again. You have that to part. Be, you know, and then also this is also what college recruiters or staffs have to look in look at is you got to look at whoever their, um, I guess, um, you know, whether it's parents or whoever their adult figures are too as well because. You know, the worst thing you could do, is not the worst thing you do, is the worst thing you could have is that you're trying to coach a kid, you know, you're essentially allowing them to be your quasi-father or, you know, parent figure for four or five years, and then the, and then you got the, the person that raised them is working against you in the behind the scenes. And because and, and that, that means you're, you're, it's a tug of war that you're not going to win. Well, look, there have been more parents who have cost their kids Kid than, than a, a scholarship yeah. than those have, like, in, in, in trying to help, there are right ways to help, right. if, and then there are wrong ways. I always to help. tell parents. I always tell parents if you if it's if if your kid is being coached or disciplined and it's personal, mm-hmm. step in. Mm-hmm. If it's not personal, then sit back and chill. Well, and you can reach out and introduce yourself, but when you well, they know who they are. They've been on. They get to go on recruiting trips now. When I stepped off, when I stepped off the plane in Lincoln after a basketball game, my grandma made me wear a, a, a white shirt black tie and i had this like i had this like i don't even think it was cashmere it was bootleg cashmere red sweater and a winter coat and she was like you cannot go down there looking good now these kids get to have two parents come and then sometimes and it's paid for and it's paid for it's paid for meals are paid for yeah like we had to look we had to i i I, true confessional First of all, you outdress you outdress me by a lot. Oh, I didn't want to. Look, bro, I showed up. I was the only person dressed. There. Everybody had sweatpants on and jeans. No, man. Look, my mother went. This was she would do this thing where she would go shop. She found a denim suit, a denim suit, a green denim suit. Dang. And put me in a white turtleneck. That's what I'm and some about. earth shoes That's what I'm to saying. get on, to walk on a college campus. And my coach looked at me and he goes, you were way cooler when I met you in high school. Right. I was like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. mom, mom, yeah, well, mom set I, this one up. To say, that was the only visit that my grandma had any type of, <laughs> any type of. Uh, but my grandmother insight. picked the school, though. She actually picked the school and she, she had her reasons and, and I followed, of course. Yeah. But I, I think a big part of it, and I wanted to have the discussion with you because there's, there are a lot of people who reached out about their young people. And it's such murky water. And the way to clean it up is to get yourself out of it and then ask people who have been in the system. Right. Like simply ask then, people who have been in the be, system. And then be okay with the answer, though, too. Well, don't, not, don't, don't ask for somebody's help and then be like, all right, I got the answer, then I'm going to go the other way. Then just don't waste my time. Well, I can never promise anybody that you're going to go, you're going to be D1, or you're going to play here, or you're going to play here. What I tell people is that, look, if you follow the system and you do everything that you can do, you're going to end up in the right place. Yeah. Like you are going to end up in the right place. And sometimes it's not just academics. No. Sometimes it's not just social engagement. Sometimes it's your personal profile away from the game. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's lost often. Sometimes it's the quality of family. Right? Good families to get you spaces only because they know your work ethic and they know how, right. how much you're committed to it. And then, importantly, your young person's ability to communicate to the, with the coaches that he's going, he or she's going to deal with. Yeah. Because if your child can't speak up, 
it is difficult. Right. It is difficult. Because now you have to, as a parent, you have to involve yourself more than you need to. So, yeah. um, Josh from the text line asks, is there such thing as a one star? Yes. We're, there are a whole there bunch. One yeah. stars are. <laughs> well, is, there, is there such thing as a no star? Hey, when you go yes. up there and they give you a ranking, you, yes. know, you know how like, you get the envelope yes. and everybody's waiting for your ranking? Yes. And you're like, dang, you ain't got no star. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm thinking like how these parents go on the visits. I'm just thinking uh, about um, Chuck Foreman on some of them visits. And some of it, man. Your your visits were different than everybody no, else. No, I'm just talking. Your about visits were different. This, this, dealing with, well, I left Wisconsin with Barry Alvarez. I usually he always, my dad always said, man, keep four quarters in your pocket. <laughs> That's it. He's like, you you can call home. And I remember when Barry Alvarez was like, my dad. The only time my dad got it, he said, hey, listen here, he's not taking an official visit unless you offer him a scholarship. That was it. But offer first. Yeah, well, just it, that was the conversation. Offer before. first. That was the conversation before it was okay for me to go, go to the visit. Look. So Barry Alvarez had told my daddy was giving him a visit, and then I got, I, and he was like, "Oh, we're gonna hold off on the thing. We're gonna we're gonna wait till what these other dudes say." I called my daddy. He said, "Listen here, go to the airport," and, and he's like, "You know, took a cab to the airport. I was home by hey, I got there uh, Friday night. I was home by Saturday night." It was the first it was time. A nice little party Friday night, though. Well, it was nice. Okay, I know where you went too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly where you went. Those recruiting trips all end up the same yeah. way. I look. We made a decision before I went. Like I, I, there were several schools I went to, but in each of them, it was one for me to see rather than to meet them and engage. Because right. I said I wasn't coming on a visit. You weren't going to use me to get somebody else. Oh yeah. Which is what that was. I yeah. said, "Look, if you're not going to offer me in advance, I'm not coming." Yeah. Well, one because it just you, I knew better. Right. Like I knew better. So a lot of the communication that goes on. Again, if you're out there and your parent, you know, you're a parent or you're a mentor or you're somebody looking out for somebody, the way this thing has to work is you have to put yourself in a position where you listen more. Yeah. Don't hear them. Right. Don't you, hear the sales pitch. Listen. And then let their actions be speak louder than what they're telling you. Well, and, and th- the main thing is. And vice listen, versa. Accept the truth. And vice versa. Yeah, accept the fine. truth. Because, look, folks know me. If, you're, if your child can't play, I'll tell you your child can't play. Yeah. Like, that's, not, that, that's usually never yeah. it. But it's rare that I have to tell somebody that because there is a value system in it. Right. And then I, I'm like, oh, but that thing you do, that one thing you do, yeah, it'd be they need. Yeah. They need that, yeah. and I think it gets lost sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nobody wants to, you know. The, I think it all starts from uh, youth sports because, in particular, in basketball, you got the you know like when I was coming up, there was only like in the state of Minnesota, there was only there's two AU teams, there's A and a B team, mm-hmm. club. So that was your club, right? You represented the state of Minnesota, and then when you you know played middle school or you played school ball, you didn't play for a club team. During the fall, you play for your middle school team. That was the most exciting time. So now it's like you got so many different options, and everybody, everything's predicated on the A and B team or whatever, and, and whatever parents and checkbooks can manipulate it. And so a lot of these kids, they, when they get to high school and they they're playing in high school, and they got to go and deal with colleges or wait for these rankings, and they realize their kid's not that good. You know, it's it's something. Um, you know, of a, where they don't want to hear it. And, uh, it, and it's different. You know, I think I think finally in the two major sports or male sports, basketball and football, Nebraska is starting to get the respect 
that they deserve as far as like the, the amount of high school athletes. And you got to give it up to like, you know, Warren Academy and all that, where they're they, they're taking kids and exposing them. And you know, the, and he's taking you know all the kids that have went places. Most of them came through Warren Academy. You know what I mean? And um, you know, and and so they're taking them, playing seven on seven, doing all the different stuff. And so, um, but what has to happen to make sure that those kids stay in the state? What I mean, has to know, happen? You know what's funny is like I think up in the they call it the Metro in Omaha. I think like mm-hmm. it, it's been. Uh, let me see. What, what is it called when the the water's you know water system poisoned? Um, so it, it's been in the water system, poisoned water system that it's like um, fashionable not to go to Nebraska now, right? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's a cool thing to do. It's almost so. so like, how do you change that? Well, you got to change. Well, there's two things. One, it's like you got to keep plugging away, and then you got to win, and then it'll it'll kind of go into a cycle. Is it winning first though? Well, of course, and, but. Like I said, kids these days don't put an emphasis on winning. Like, 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 here's the thing. Just because you go somewhere at said position doesn't mean that you're going to be there at said position in two years. Or what happens, you go down there and, you're, and you see that you're, I want to say a dime a dozen, but there's plenty of guys that look like you. And then you either got to switch position or you, you know, next thing you know, the easy thing is I can go back in the transfer portal. Well, but you, you switch positions. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. Well, I saw Lawrence Phillips. I saw. I watched. I watched, I watched, I watched Lawrence yeah, Phillips yeah. on TV. I saw that he was a freshman. Right. Okay. That means I'm thinking he's going to be at running back for at least two more years, right? Because mm-hmm. you couldn't go to the NFL until your junior year. Right. And then you know, Coach Brown was like, "Do you want to play wing back?" I saw Abdul Muhammad led the team in receiving, <laughs> and he had like twenty some catches. And I'm like, "Nah, man. Like that ain't for me. Like I, I, I mean, I ain't saying I'm Jerry Rice, but I'm not." Trying, <laughs> Like, if your leading receiver has 20 catches, yeah, there ain't no too many left for me. Right. Right? Right. Um, and I ain't trying to – I mean, I love it. I ain't trying to cut block. <laughs> and, you know, I ain't doing Which you were going to do a lot you of. You going to be cut blocking. Yeah. And I ain't – you know, I could knock out some safeties, but that's – and then I once – then I was like, you know, I you know, played a couple games at safety. It felt like I played – you know, a lot of teams recruited me at safety or looked at me and I would looked at me at safety. And then, uh, you know, they had a ton of guys there. Coach Kevin Steele didn't have we didn't have a linebacker recruit that in that class. Um, guess he was bored, and uh, we had we had uh, Travis Toline, Mike Rucker, and Grant Wistrom was our defensive ends, you know, rush ends as we used to call them recruits. And then so Coach Steele coached me. He was like, you know, oh, you got a big frame. He came. I'll never forget. He came out. He's like, oh yeah, you got you know big frame. He's like, you, you look like you want to play linebacker? I was like, yeah, let's go kick it. Next thing you know, the rest is history. So it's opportunity, and, um, and, and, and um, you know, just as it's a, it was a great opportunity, and I was able, was fortunate to learn from some, you know, good guys. But, um, you know, they had vision for me, and they were open to me playing defense. So, like, in particular, I think, you know, one of the I always talk about the Barry Alvarez in Wisconsin and stuff like that. They solely looked at me as a running back. My dad always – Taught you, you know, granted, your last name's Foreman. You live in Minnesota. They're going to automatically put you at running back. And I could run the ball, mm-hmm. um, and got recruited by Michigan State. And everybody is, you know, they were looking at me at running back. And Nick Saban was like, "You can play safety as well." But they solely were looking at me at running back and and uh, possibly receiver. Where everybody else, like, they saw me play a few games, which I only played in high school, three or four games of defense. So the yearning for defense was there, but they saw the potential there. saw the closing speed I could hit and run and all that. 
Um, and my dad always say, be open to position change. I mean, look, my dad played defensive tackle and tight end. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, I think he just tweeted out the picture. He was a defensive tackle and tight end. He was a and – and he was a tight end first at Miami. Then they moved him to kind of a wing back. And then next thing you know, he played, you know, running back or whatever in the NFL for, you know – you know, all those all those years and was pretty successful at it. So, you know, where you start is not where you end. But I think now everybody has kind of been so or, or, or they're so specialized, even in sports, like from sixth grade, I'm going to be just a baseball player. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm only going to be a pitcher. I'm only going to be a catcher or I only want to be third base or outfield or I only want to play basketball and I'm only going to play, you know, guard or whatever or football. I'm only a receiver. Well, then you're really pigeonholing yourself, and it doesn't work out because there's a lot of receivers out there. There's a lot of pitchers. There's a lot of everybody out there that's just as good as you. And you know what? You know, if they need you at another position, then that's how you can end up making a great career. I mean, look, there, we, you know, what, you know, there's plenty of guys. What was a guy for the St. Louis Cardinals um, that came in as a pitcher? He was Rick Ankeel. Ankeel, and then he mm-hmm. went to outfield, right, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Went yeah. For, yeah, yeah. Ended up playing ten years in the major league. Dale Murphy. Dale yeah. Murphy came in. He was uh, drafted as a catcher. Right. And they moved him from catcher to third, third base. to first base because he was too tall. Right. And then they figured out they put him in center field. Uh, he they figured out they could run him around. And the right. very same team, Ron Gant was another one. Right. Ron Gant started out as a body as, uh, yeah as a third baseman. Then they moved him to second base. Right. And then finally they said, well, let's turn this dude into an outfielder. And there yeah. you go. So I mean, there, you more you can do. Yeah. Look at Brian Jordan. I mean, if there if there wasn't Deion Sanders, Brian Jordan is that guy. Yeah. Well, right. You know what oh, I mean? Love that dude. So, Love that, dude. They just had the, you know, obviously the Braves winning it last night, which I'll admit, my pick for Houston Astros, they they essentially choked. You and, and me both. You and me both. You're and not alone. Give it to the Braves because yep. the Braves, I grew up watching the Braves because they were on TBS and they would always get to, and they would always lose. They were terrible. They were terrible. No, they would always get to the play. They'd always let themselves down, right? Well, remember they, they had. They had the Yankees beat. Right. And then gave it away. Right. They had uh, Minnesota beat, gave, gave it away. away. Yeah. But you just think they had Maddox, Smoltz. Glavin. Glavin. Uh, and they would, Steve Avery. Right, and they would never. Petrosian. And they would never get over the hump and give oh. it to them. They did it now oh. in the year that they're not supposed to. Yeah. And my Good Astros, I think the Astros, I hate to say it, their window has officially closed. You lose Correa. Um, it's just. Well, they, well, but you also have to remember that they, they did this without Verlander. Uh, Where is he? Uh, uh, he was hurt. All year, Verlander, what, you got Tommy John, uh, McCullers, their pitchers one and where's Verlander? He's been out yeah. all season. One A, and, so you're one A and one B. We're out. There's something to be said, but kudos to the Braves. We'll throw it to break again. We're live at Tanners. We'll be here for another half hour or so. We're going to give away this jersey. Come on through, Jay. I want to talk a little bit about Ohio State and what they're bringing to town when they come on Saturday. You're listening ninety three seven The Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.